Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Perke Avos, the year where we talk a Mishnah of Perke Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say we are here in Season 6. Chapter 2, Paragraph 7, Parag Bet, Mishnah Zion, talking about accumulating many things, which is not helpful in terms of materialism, but is very helpful in terms of spirituality. Let's see what happens here. He used to say, so let's go through each phrase and then we'll look at the notes. He used to say the more meat, the more maggots. In this Mishnah, Hela warns us against the dangers of enjoying too much of a world's physical pleasures. A person may think that a lot of eating and drinking is helpful because it strengthens his body, but by growing fat, he is only providing a bigger feast for the maggots who will devour him in the grave, as Rabbi Yonah points out. He will suffer greatly for this mistake since the Gemara points out in Brachos 18b that maggots are as painful to the dead as needles are to the living, as Ralph points out. So next, the more wealth, the more worry. The notes point out it's easy to assume that since being wealthy means never worrying about making ends meet, rich people must be happy people, Rabbi Yonah points out. In reality, a rich person is constantly worried that his possessions may be stolen or that he'll be attacked and killed by bandits, as Ralph points out. I could tell you, the more stuff we accumulate the more worry there is in that stuff. When we had an apartment, it was one worry. When we moved to a house, it's a bigger worry with tons of elements. We had a car, it was one worry. We switched to a minivan, it's a different worry. Each physical thing we have, it's more worry. You have to charge this, you have to connect this, you have to do this and that. Lahavdil on some small level, when you have more stuff, there is more worry. But hopefully when you have more beautiful things, there's more worries in better ways. Like Baruch Hashem, when you get married, you have a spouse, and then you have your kid, or a second kid, or a third kid, or a fourth kid, or beyond. Everyone should be Zolchem to good things like that. Each thing is a wonderful, wonderful blessing. But of course, there's much more worry in terms of each family member. And Lahavdil, Lahavdil, Achas Kama when you get small material things, there's worries in Narishkai kind of ways. But when you have more, there is more worry. The more wives, the more witchcraft. Even though the notes point out, according to Torah law, it is permitted for a man to marry more than one wife, it is not a good idea to do so because each wife wants to be the favorite of her husband will resort even to witchcraft in order to achieve this. The Torah considers witchcraft a terrible sin. It is the man who will be held responsible since he brought the situation about in the first place, Rabbi Yona points out. Obviously, after Rabbi Gershom, nowadays one man, one wife. The more maidservants, the more immorality, the more servants, the more stealing. The notes point out, Canaanite maidservants and manservants were well known for their immoral behavior and tendency to steal. The more servants a person has, the more likely it is for these things to happen. The owner is responsible for their sins because these slaves are his properties, Rabbeinu points out. The mission describing what happens to a person who takes too much pleasure in the physical world. First, he feeds his body with food and drink, then sets out to make his fortune. Once he is rich, he believes he can support a large family, so he marries more than one wife. But with more wives, he needs more maidservants to take care of them. As his household grows, he needs to buy more fields to support it. And the more property he has, the more servants he has to need to work the land, as Rav points out. The more students, however, the more Torah, however, the more life. 
The notes point out, unlike the unwanted effects of too much physical pleasures, the pursuit of spiritual matters will only lead to benefits. The more Torah one studies, the longer his life will be. As the Torah itself states in Devarim, Kihu Yamecha, for it is your life and the length of your days, as Rav points out. The more students, the more wisdom. A Torah scholar, the notes point out, should have many students since they keep him sharp through their questions and thus increase his wisdom even more, as Ralph points out, as the Gemara states in Tanah 7. I have learned much from my teachers, even more from my colleagues, and the most from my students, Rashi points out. The more charity, the more peace. The notes point out, is wise to always ask others for advice since this will give the understanding, actually, we're skipping forward, excuse me. When we're talking about this, we're talking about having charity. The more charity, the more peace. It is always good to have that. But the more advice, the more understanding comes first. It is wise to always ask others for advice since this will give a person a better understanding of the world than he could have achieved on his own, as Ralph points out. The more charity, the more peace. A poor man truly appreciates the rich man who supports him, so the giving of charity creates peace between men between other people and increases the overall level of peace in the world as Rabbeinu points out this idea is found in the passage that states in Yeshaya the act of charity will bring peace pointed out by Rab a person who has acquired a good reputation has acquired it for himself meaning a person who studies and teaches Torah seeks advice and gives charity will acquire a good reputation to Pharisees Yisrael points out Unlike wealth, a good reputation is something that is truly his since it cannot be taken by others and it is not given up when he dies, as Rabbi Yona points out. Although there is a caveat, God forbid someone speaks Lashonara, Moshishem, or Rechilos, even Avaka Lashonara, that is fundamentally destroys a person and the person who passes away can no longer defend themselves. So be careful with how you speak about others, especially the dead. Don't speak ill of the dead. Only speak good things about other people in general. You acquire good reputation acquired for yourself and a person who has acquired words of Torah has acquired for himself the life of the world to come. Not only does Torah increase one's life in this world, as the Mishnah stated above, it also increases one's future share in the world to come. The Torah verse cited above hints to this. It is your life means that Torah study adds to man's time in the physical world. The length of your days means that Torah benefits him in the eternal world to come. So you only have 120 years we should be Zolcha in this world. What are you going to use it for? Accumulating more cars? Accumulating more houses, accumulating a bigger house, a bigger this, a bigger that, accumulating more watches, more iPhones, accumulating more Narishkite, or are you going to use it for good? Accumulating more Torah, accumulating more students, accumulating more learning, more mitzvahs, more chesed, accumulating more charity, more tzedakah, which is the only thing you could test Hashem with, by the way, and he says he'll get you back. And accumulating for yourself a good name. By the way, the more you do these things, it leads to a good name, I believe. It's a natural progression. If you have more wisdom, more students, more giving, more tzedakah, more doing good, more mitzvahs, more chesed, what are you going to get for yourself? You're going to get that shame tov. You're going to kind of that shame tov. You're going to acquire that good name. And then you acquire that good name. You acquire Torah with mitzvahs and chesed. You're gaining for yourself the life of the world to come. So the Mishnah itself teaches us what to do, how to use our time wisely. Kind of yourself, mitzvahs, Chesed and Torah, kind of that shame Torah for yourself, kind of that divrei Torah for yourself, so you can kind of that chaye olam haba for yourself in your days through these various ways. Assume yourself from materialism. Learn to live with less. You don't need a thousand rooms. You can live with a house. If it's 1,200 square feet, 1,300 square feet, it's okay. Bunk beds are not the worst. You have a boy room and a girl room and the room for the parents. You have a living room, a dining room, a kitchen. You have some storage in the attic and the basement. What more do you need? Hashem gives you exactly what you need. You don't need a mansion, wasted space, wasted time, wasted ability. 
Use what you have. Use your time wisely, your resources wisely. Accumulate those Torah, those chesed, those mitzvahs. Accumulate the good name for yourself that comes for you with you. Accumulate the Torah. Accumulate the world of the life of the world to come. And your whole day, your whole life will be so much better off for doing so. Join us next time as we talk about learning Torah. Don't take it for yourself. Don't think about how it's only good for yourself. That's what you were created for here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.